Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's the Underpowered Hour. On this week's show, it's an Aussie tale of epic misadventure, told the way only Linus and I can tell it. The Road to Kuma and Land Rover's 75th anniversary celebration. And now, without delay, here's the show. Welcome to the Underpowered Hour. I'm Steve Barris, mild-mannered television executive by day and Land Rover collector by night. You can find out more about our cars and what we're working on at thebarriscollection.com or follow us on Instagram at thebarriscollection. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Ike Goss. Thank you to everyone joining us today. I am the leaking seal to Stephen's lack of oil. I am the oversized grease spot of podcasting, Ike Goss. I own and operate Pangolin 4x4 in Springfield, Oregon, where we live and breathe Land Rovers. Check us out online on Facebook, Instagram at Pangolin 4x4. Let's get started. All right, Ike and everyone's favorite uh, specialty co-host, Linus Tremaine, joining us uh, this afternoon for what is maybe one of the most anticipated episodes uh, of the of the year nine, maybe of the entire show, The Road to Kuma, as mm. we've been lovingly referring to it. a long walk, it. really a long walk. Long walk. <laughs> uh, as, as most people who listen to the show on a semi-regular basis uh, will know, uh, you bunch decided uh, to celebrate the 75th anniversary of uh, His Majesty's Land Rover by going to Australia and driving some super old Land Rovers to what is an, like an insanely large gathering of Land Rovers. I couldn't believe how many Land Rovers were all there at the same time in that parade. And then I couldn't believe that just like the first four Land Rovers didn't break down and cause the entire parade to come to a grinding halt. I, I figured that's what would happen. But, they yeah. asked me actually if I wanted to be in the lead car. And uh, I told them that it would end up being like that scene from Animal House where the, the they take over the <laughs> band leader position and he just leads them down the alley and the whole band is like stuck in the alley. I was, yeah. uh, how yeah, did 786 the... Land Rovers end up in the river? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the water to supply to a small town in Australia was cut off because of a, a dam made of Land Rovers forming in the lake. Yeah. Well, I, that's good. So, so here's a question, right? From the very beginning, what was the inspiration to deciding that uh, this would be a an adventure worth undertaking, and then uh, you know the work of going about actually figuring out how to start this, which I realized started about a day and a half before you guys left for Australia. Uh, I would say your... jealousy, jealousy, because <laughs> jealousy. other people were doing it, and I wanted right. to. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. There was definitely strong some driver. FOMOing, you know, feeling mm-hmm. of missing mm-hmm. out. Um, you know, I think it really harkens back to an earlier time when they were mm-hmm. celebrating the 70th anniversary. And, yes. uh, and we, we were went there. to that. Yeah. And right. uh, uh, our friends got together and we did a, a trip 
in old land rovers through mm-hmm. the snowy mountains and uh five years later fast forward five years and uh you know those people had still kept in touch and mm-hmm. uh had such a good time the first time i'm not sure why they uh wanted to tell us about it because yeah. uh I not- I honestly thought that, you know, being the 75th anniversary, it would be right. more important. But sure. I don't know that it was that significantly larger than the 70th. I don't. Hmm? I the, think the that, trip or the, the, event? the event, the event. I think the event. that uh, the event is every 10 years, typically. Ah, they, OK. They, right. Okay. I believe that to be the case. And they made yeah. sort of an exception this year because, wow, it's the 75th. You know, this right. is an important milestone in Land Rover's right. history. Uh, but it didn't JLR's really, history. anyway, uh, so they, I don't know, expected it to be a bigger turnout or it was just, uh, you know, but it was a bigger turnout. There was slightly, like 40 slightly. more cars than yeah. last time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people were kind of, uh, there was after the event, some, some, uh, messages circulating of complaints and such mm. and such as, and, you know, people said, well, look, we only had five years to plan it this time instead of 10. So. I I don't think uh, that th- I didn't personally hear any complaints. I only heard a lot of praise for the Kumakar Club. Yeah. And, oh, they did uh, a, an amazing job. Really, you know? so, really, mostly a wonderful event. There was uh, there was a trial. Well, let's let's uh, talk I'm about sure. all that in the next episode. Oh yes, where the we next right, that's right, that's right. That's right. We talk about the actual event. Why did so, we want to go? Why mostly go? because there was a discussion of some backwoods camping and driving yep. that sounded even better than the 70th was and right. some of the people uh who were on the 70th weren't coming and some people who weren't uh were coming and it just sounded like a really great group and uh, mm-hmm. they had some really good stops and uh mike bishop i think he planned the whole darn thing mostly right. himself where where we were going just how could you miss it how could you miss right. it you know well so, that's that's a good place to start so who were the uh the other gentlemen and ladies that uh, accompanied uh, you because there was uh there was the uh, some land rover royalty some luminaries to yeah. use a jeff aronson uh, term that wasn't there, uh, came along no no jeff aronson unfortunately he'll be an anarch that would have been great wouldn't he, it it's uh, it's gonna be great he and i are doing a daily show at uh at anarch every morning at 7 a.m you know telling the day's news recounting the previous day's shenanigans it's gonna be amazing i can't wait i can't mm-hmm. wait uh so, as far as the people that were on the trip with us Mm-hmm. which is the trip from Melbourne. Right. So you Kuma. flew into Melbourne from right. from the uh, beautiful uh, Oregon coast uh, to Melbourne, Australia. How That's long is that flight? Uh, 436 hours. Yeah, yeah about six six <laughs> weeks. Uh, yeah. six, it, was a, it was a long time. <laughs> uh, I grew an extra spine on the plane, mm-hmm. and right, that yeah. also hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 It was uh, it was a long long flight. I think, but I think it was seventeen hours something yeah. right there. So watch was... that Freaky Friday remake like twelve times. We watched a lot of the same. You know, I I I watched some of the same movies, and mm-hmm. I think I watched six movies going over there. I mean, yeah. it's really Jenna, hard to see. Jenna worked it. for sixteen of the seventeen hours, and uh, yeah, it was she amazing. designed a downtown she office did. building I'm in the time that you watched Crocodile Dundee one through four. That's like she that, literally worked the entire time. That one time you get detention in high school and you get like all of your homework done and you you do everything that you've been putting off. You write a bunch of essays and then they're they're like, do you feel like you've been punished for your your crime? And you're like, 
No, I mean, yeah, but yeah. this was great. Got everything done. <laughs> Jen is Excellent. like the Jen is like the the kid who uh, reminds the teacher that they forgot to yeah. assign homework. Yeah, She's that's right. One. Yeah, yeah, She's that slides uh, as well. Hermione Granger. They're both the Hermione Granger of this particular group. So yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Every uh, every uh, office needs to have one at least. You know. Yeah, so so, got, so speaking know, of Jenna, she in, was one of the other yes, people right. on the trip, and Jenna Maddie came along. Maddie came. So there was the four of us from the U.S. Yes. Uh, our friend Brett, he came mm. from California. So yeah. there was five Americans, mm-hmm. I think. That's along. a big number of Americans. That's yeah, a huge and number. And then uh, Australians, we had Alex mm-hmm. uh, from CKD Shop. Yeah, the and, world famous uh, CKD Shop. Yeah. And uh, Mike Bishop is an Australian, I think. He right? is technically, yeah, by yeah, way. So, oh, well, and so is Alex, right? By way of. Well, that's uh, what by I'm way saying. I'm UK. saying Australian. Yeah. Yeah. So we had yes, Alex, we right. had Mike Bishop, yeah. uh, we had Dorian Delmonico. Mm-hmm. Who else is an Australian? Jackson. Jackson Sennis from Artifact Motor Company. Right. He was with yep. us. Yeah. Um, he restores Porsches and Land Rovers. Mm-hmm. And uh, what other Australians were there? Rob. Oh, yes. Rob. Rob was there. That's one of uh, Dorian's friends. He was driving a uh, one of the, uh, some coil sprung thingamajig. Yeah. And uh, we, we never really saw him. He was always kind of like up ahead or way behind. Super nice guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, a good a good backup person to have along. He was always willing to help. But I will mention that uh, also needed some repair along the it way. It did. It did. <laughs> yeah. Minor repair. Blue, yeah. blue a problem. turbo hose. Any uh, other? Then, well, we had uh, uh, Bob and Dan Ives, who also came along. Uh, Both Bob, Ives, of course. Both yeah, Ives. Bob, of course, uh, Camel Trophy winner from the UK. Yep. And uh, his son, Dan, who Great are guy. wonderful to come along. Absolutely. And uh, super helpful, super supportive. Uh, just Dan's work in uh, Land Rover part as tile, as toilet paper holder, or in my case, as handle to cabinet. Uh, amazing stuff. It's and then, of hard. course, the cherry on top, we had Nick Dimbleby to, to document this whole to thing. Document I mean, it, it yeah. really couldn't yeah. have been any better. It really no. couldn't have been. It's true. It's true. wonderful. Unless Jeff Aronson was there. Unless Jeff Aronson. Really we were lucky enough. Or you, Stephen. That would Unfortunately, uh, maybe maybe at the 80th um, or I guess I have to wait now for uh, the 85th, I guess. Are they going to? Uh, I think they'll have an 80th, maybe an 80th. Uh, but uh, their no, we were lucky enough uh, that uh, Nick uh, joined us for the uh, Saturday live show, sending the girls off on the G4 expedition mm-hmm. off into the desert and uh, Steve Cooper and then the team uh, that did that. So it was uh, it was nice to catch up. And, and Nick is one of the luminaries at uh anarch so we'll we'll see him again uh we'll see him again there so that's fantastic it's not a land rover event unless you've got a little demo be there you just have right. to have a bit you know you don't yeah. have to have full demo i mean it, it might be a land rover event but nobody will ever know or hear nope. about it that's right <laughs> i mean it's like a tree falling in the woods you know if, if Dimbleby not there, isn't there to, to take, take a the photo picture of it, did it yeah, really nobody, happen no that's exactly right that's exactly right so an intrepid gang, if you so, will of of land rover enthusiasts so, if you can find them uh you know so that's the cast of characters that came along on the drive. So we arrived to Melbourne sort of a couple of days ahead of time. Yeah. And uh, the idea being that we would catch up on our sleep there mm-hmm. and then we would catch up with Dorian. And mm-hmm. Dorian very kindly uh, offered to let us drive some of his Series 1 Landovers. And this gentleman has an extensive and impressive yeah. Land Rover collection, yeah. uh, several very early cars, several very uh, neat and rare, right. you know, uh, versions, low also, mileages, you know, a really neat. wonderful pile of just trash, like yes. rust <laughs> bucket, <laughs> parts, <laughs> cars, just he's, sitting in the muck. 
they're they're beautiful, very picturesque collection of parts cars sitting. Nice. Has some out has in some the, really in neat paddock, ones, really really neat cars. Uh, mm-hmm. But very generously allowed us to drive a couple of his cars, which he had sent to a mechanic in town yeah. to you know to prepare them for us to drive. Very generously. Right. And, and uh, that mechanic just sent them back and said no. We, no. Well, he was a little overwhelmed. He was uh, very overwhelmed, and uh, you know the cars needed some stuff that uh, and that didn't get done. So we kind of pitched in and and started to get them going. Uh, there was two uh, 107 pickup trucks, mm-hmm. and super um, cool. There was a 107 wagon that yep. Jackson drove, yeah. And uh, so we started working on those, and it was evident that maybe we wouldn't get everything done you know, by the time we had to leave, we had right. brought some spare parts and we were kind of like working in the mechanics shop, uh, parking lot because, uh, uh we weren't supposed to work inside the building. Yeah. The uh, 107 wagon was meant to go on the trip and it didn't show up ah. to the mechanic from having been purchased sight unseen, uh, until, you know, the midday of the day before we were supposed Ooh, to leave. Boy. Yeah. And so, uh, coming off the trailer, it, uh, caught fire. It, so the smoke came out. It caught on fire. It, yes. Coming off the trailer, it caught on fire. And uh, I it was had the ignition a, switch. It was the ignition switch. Oh, that's switch. a common fire yeah. uh, hazard. Yeah. That so one starts on fire. I had built up some spares to, uh, mm-hmm. before we left and packed them in my suitcase. Mm-hmm. And I had an ignition switch. So we gave that's that right. to the mechanic to put in. And uh, he st- he had one of the 107 wagons in there. And we were we, we came to get it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we were driving one of them and uh, Dorian had a two and a quarter in that one and had mm-hmm. a, a pretty unusual rattle somewhere inside the engine. And we said, well, we better go get that other one in case, you know, in case this one's going to fall apart. So we yep. drove down there thinking to collect it. And uh, he said, oh, my gosh, I'm not even I didn't even know you were coming. I didn't know. I'm not ready. It needs this, this, this. So we decided, I think, basically around that time that we probably needed to try to think of another car that we could get. I see. Okay. Back up to the ignition switch replacement. Uh, Incredible coincidence on the ignition switch replacement. We brought the ignition switch, uh, but we didn't didn't bring a key for it. And it had a cylinder in it. And if you've ever removed those, you need a key to remove the the cylinder. Unless you want to take it totally apart. Right. So uh, ironically, the pickup that uh, Linus was driving, the key key (laughs) fit. Fit. The key fit the ignition oh, that, that we brought from the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was incredible. It was incredible. That is amazing. Really That's amazing. So, uh, uh, yeah, we determined that maybe this car with the rattle in the in the engine, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a long drive. It's it's a long drive, yeah. and we're going to some remote areas, and we didn't feel like it was uh, it was totally ready. So we called Michael Bishop, mm-hmm. and we said, "Hey, you know." Uh, would it be possible to borrow JDO, which is a 53 Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. came Mm on the 70th drive? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he was like, of course, I have it here. And I was like, okay, where are you? And and he told us he he was in Queenscliff. Mm -hmm. And so that's a ferry ride away. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's about an hour drive plus a ferry ride from where we were. So we were like, okay. And we jumped in the car, which is a 1956 107 pickup truck. Yep, the rattly uh, the four of us. seven. Yeah, the of four course. of us jumped yep. in there. Four mm-hmm. of us, and uh, we drove uh, to the ferry. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, man, it was it was great. We uh, we got on the ferry and barely. Uh, we barely just made barely made it. Barely made it. Yeah, uh, and I this think is we, of course the day, like the day before you guys are going to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got yeah. on the ferry, and I would say it, we were 
we were five minutes from departure, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so we were like, oh, we made it. Or and less. We'll have, you know. a, we'll have enough time to, to catch the last ferry back at the end of the day, right? Yeah, right. So we get across the ferry, uh, and uh, Michael Bishop had the car at his dad's house, along with MX, I believe, uh-huh. and his Defender 90, which Nick Dimbleby yep. was going to drive on the trip. Actually. And he's like in the middle of servicing it. He's got oil there. He's got plug wires. You know, he's doing all this stuff. And we're like, oh yeah, we'll pitch in and uh, we'll 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 get this sorted out. Yeah. So what we, all did we do? We built new plug wires. We yes. did it basically a tune-up as plugs, full oil change, differentials, oil transmission, change. engine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all voltage of the regulator. Oils. I think we did a voltage regulator. Yes, and we put the seats on and the soft put top the seats, on. Put the soft top and all the oils. Yeah, and uh, we were there. We were there for what two hours, three hours. We were there like for that. two and a half hours, and uh, the girls went down to the oceanfront and did a did a walk down there. And we're all scrambling, trying to you know get this car serviced so that we can catch the last ferry of last the day. Ferry right, of the day. right. And, six, and uh, Michael Bishop is joining you on that ferry as well. No, he's not. No, oh, no he's he's, gonna he's coming the, the next, next day. day. He's got to oh, pick up Nick at the oh, at, the right, at the airport, I believe. Okay, okay. So, uh, we we get pretty well done. And we take a lap around the block to make sure it's, you know, more or less ready because we have and, uh, another hour drive back. Yeah. And then we book it to the ferry. And it's yeah. like uh, the ferry is the six o'clock ferry and it's 557. It's 557. <laughs> we leave from Michael's house. In a car that can go 40 miles an hour. Yeah. We get yeah. to the ferry terminal with like literally 10 seconds to spare. They're like, no, no, they, no, they were waiting for us. <laughs> they saw us. They have like a spotter and they're like, we saw you driving down the road. <laughs> These idiots bouncing along. And I, yeah. We Before we got out of the cars, we were moving. The ferry was moving. <laughs> like, Croggy, bunch of idiots in a Land Rover. Better One of the up. sailors gave us a high five. No, he did. He like, did. nice work. You made it. Uh, you, you made it. So we Excellent. got on the ferry and we we managed to make it back. And uh, we spent the night near Dorian's. Uh, mm-hmm. We stayed at a little uh, Airbnb that was infested with brightly colored parrots. There was like, there was oh, like nice. 100 yeah. parrots. There was yeah. like 100 parrots and they yeah. were they were chewing. And cockatiels. Cockatiels. Big, yeah. big ones and just squawking and fighting and squabbling and just kicking seeds and jumping on each other. It sounds terrible. hours. The, the, just yeah. kookaburros. Hours. The kookaburros. And kookaburros. And they were there. And uh, so this, this place is, uh, they know that they have uh, this bird infestation. So uh-huh. they have a gallon of bird seed. Uh, and you can take it out and you can put it on in your hands and they'll they'll climb on your arms and eat I the see. seeds right out of your hands. Otherwise, if you don't have the seed, they'll eat you. Yeah, I thought you, you don't were have the say seeds, they, they, they know you. about the infestation, so yeah. there's a shotgun by the back yeah, door. No, no. <laughs> there's that too if you get yeah. tired of yeah. them. Yeah. But, right. You know, yeah. so we just, you know, poured the whole gallon of seeds all over the porch and just let them fight it out. And yeah. it lasted hours. They were just out there squabbling and jumping around and hopping cockatoo and fight ring That's and good. it's yeah. really fun because they like certain seeds way better than other seeds oh. and they'll sort of push each other out of the way to get for the good seeds. ones but Ooh. that was really neat i've never had that many parrots or even <laughs> two parrots climbing <laughs> around <laughs> yeah linus gonna is going to be that uh that man that feeds the pigeons at the park that yeah. just like yeah. it's yeah they, they the sort of swarm yeah. around you yeah. and then when they leave i'm gone and we never saw him again <laughs> we never saw him again that was it he was covered in parrots until he was gone 
so the following day, we went back to Dorian's, and every the team assembled the the wonder the wonder team assembled. Everyone came from all corners of the globe, and yeah. we all arrived with all of these old series Land Rovers. Mm-hmm. We showed up at Dorian's house, and uh, he has a, a kind of a large estate, and it's covered in Land Rovers. There's Land Rovers everywhere in garages, and he and has some, and... some really neat cars, low mileage, very original cars, mm-hmm. hanging out in some of those garages. And uh, mm-hmm. he told so, us that he had moved 150 Land Rovers to another place before we arrived. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot wow. of Land Rovers. That is a lot it's of really Land fun to look at. So very we cool. sort of uh, were given the, the the permission to sort of scavenge around and. Mm-hmm. come up with some spare parts. So we mm-hmm. we sort of uh, dug around in his workshop there and got, you know, a starters and a generator mm-hmm. and a distributor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had brought a carburetor kit and mm-hmm. we, we grabbed uh, various tools and, you know, uh, fuel cans. Everything we used. Everything that we could possibly maybe need, <laughs> you know, uh, that, that we could find. And um, packed the cars. We packed the cars all up with all these spares. And, and then uh, Rob came and mm-hmm. Michael Bishop and yeah. Nick Dimbleby came. And uh, we the had uh, the Ives showed up with mm-hmm. Alex's uh, Defender. Mm-hmm. And I think we're pretty much ready to go with that. So what is the final stack of vehicles uh, at this point then? You so had... We had, yeah, I can speak to that. We yeah. had um, uh, 248s, yeah. uh, Michael Bishop's MX. And uh, then we also had uh, Dorian's 48, a pre-1500 uh, car, which uh, had been in a museum for 30 years until like the day before that we left. Yeah, it had <laughs> just, been, it just been made to go. So, and then uh, we had a 5380. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had the uh, 56107, a 5080. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, uh, what, a 57107 wagon, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then uh, that was the the contingent of Series One cars. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, we had uh, the Support Defender, which is an amazing right. truck. It's yeah. a single cab one thirty. That's super cool. That's and super cool. Uh, it has a crane, a knuckle boom crane, and a tipping mm-hmm. flatbed on the back. Yeah, it's and, uh, uh, and is that one is that one thirty a, a TDCI uh, car? Uh, I believe it is. is it yes. a Puma. It's yeah. not a Puma. It's a, it's, Puma. a Puma. it's a Puma. What is it? A 2016, I think. Uh, I yeah. think it's a 2016 20, or 2017. It's yeah. it's one of the very yeah. last cars. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the last 130 single cab that they made. Sure, it. probably they didn't. Michael yeah, Bishop put the yeah. wheels on it. Maybe there's oh. a picture of him mounting <laughs> yeah. the wheels on, it on the factory. <laughs> that's floor. awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool truck. And, and you then, said, and Nick Dimbleby was driving a Defender 90. Also yes, a new, Michael, also yeah, a new Defender 90. Also a Puma car. Yes. Yeah. Also a Puma car. And then we had Rob in his LR4. Right. Oh, yes. oh, a Discovery Four. Oh, cool! Wow, that must so have looked weird. That was it. That was everybody. Just in yeah. One Discovery. It was very white, very yeah. white car. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, cool! Wow. And he that's previously previously yeah. had a rule: no mm-hmm. decals on his car. Huh? Ah, that's but, true. But he put his wife made hour. that rule. He made, he put an underpowered oh, hour decal on it. No, he, didn't he put oh, he put no. tiny Ike? Didn't he? oh he might it have was a tiny well. Ike. Oh, so tiny, that's yeah. even more. Then he sent a picture to his wife, and she was like on board. She was like, okay. But you know why? Because, uh, you know, a Tiny Ike works in any situation. There is no vehicle, no matter how rare. If we got to get one on, uh, we got to get one on like JUE or we got to get one on the, uh, you know, on mm-hmm. Huey or something. That's the next. We've mm-hmm. been really close to both of those cars a couple of times. I feel like one on. we get one in there. We need yeah. to put one right on Jerry's forehead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We'll get a little, we'll get a little JLR, a uh, little JLR Jerry. Oh my God. That's what we need. We need a JLR Jerry. That's maybe mm. the next little mini sticker. JLR this is the Jerry. year for Tiny Steven. 
Yeah, maybe, Eve. maybe. Yeah, then what happened? Fun. So uh, our first day, uh, we left yeah. that day. Okay. Uh, and we our first stop was a gas station. Yeah, I imagine so. And how and, many uh, miles is this total trip? Like, what are you looking ahead at here? At least 500 miles, I think. I, yeah. I, I want to say it's, yeah, something like but that. Like, it's 500 miles to drive to Kuma the normal right. way. Isn't right, it? right, right. So right. it's a long, it's a long way, the route that we took. Um, wow. And and it was, the, you know, most mostly off-road. So mm -hmm. we, the first thing we did was go to the gas station. And that's yeah. when uh, we found out, I think, that Shady O's gas tank was just spewing fuel. It was <laughs> it was leaking at an alarming rate. Right. It was leaking at an alarming rate. And that's also when we found out that Dorian didn't have any brakes. Okay. Good. In Good his, place to find that out. Yeah. Yeah. But and we never did the, anything about that. We no. never he fixed has the that. hydrostatic brakes, yeah. you know, on that uh, early 80 inch. And yeah. So it yeah. was... Oof. Not great. Not great. It, it was intermittent, I would yeah. say. Occasionally it was all right. So we 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 started the drive and we started yeah. to find the issues yeah. with the cars. Yeah. You know, this one has this problem, this one so has So did that you do problem. a parking lot gas tank swap? I think I saw a picture of uh I, that happened not. later. We didn't have that happened later. Oh, that did happen, but just not right then. Yeah, yeah it happened later. So we drove it quite a ways with it it sort of dripping. You know, we'd put a pan yeah. under it or whatever sure. when we stopped, yeah. and then we'd yeah. pour it back in the top, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. fuel's expensive there. No, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, uh, yeah, we, we continued uh, driving, and we our, our goal was to get to the uh, the Wanangata Valley. That's okay. That was yeah. our, our main big yeah. stop. And mm -hmm. uh, we did didn't a, we a stop night. At a, I think we that same day we went to that first trestle bridge, didn't we? We did, yes. Yeah, Tra Taylor's the... Crossing, I think it was. Mm -hmm. and, so we, we did a, uh, what was the first of many water crossings. Like, we, you know, we did several water crossings every day. There were dozens of them, seemingly. Every 10 minutes we would cross a river and... Uh, <laughs> So all the cars, you know, went through uh, a lot of waiting, you know, and yeah. there was yeah. pan belts removed and, you know, diverters to prevent water from getting on the distributor and sparking plugs right. and these yep. sorts of things. Yep. But we stopped at Taylor's Crossing. And was that where we met the button man, Linus? Uh, I think you met the button man in your tent that night. <laughs> oh, no, that's the, that was the butt man. That's the button. That, that was a different thing. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. Oh, the butt on man. Yes. That's a so the uh, the button man is like an Australian sort of uh, legend or mystery. You know, mm -hmm. he, he lives in the forest and he's older and people disappear and, you know, he lives off the land and he has buttons made of bone, you know, and he, he just like he's it's like a crazy story. Look it up. You're it's describing a, a serial killer. I think, yeah. Yeah, like, basically, yeah. 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 OK. OK. He, yeah. he's, been, he's been thought to have been a serial killer at times, but mm -hmm. he's both legendary and real. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, mm -hmm. He will allegedly appear at your camp and sit by the fire and not say anything. And just stare at you. Just depart. So Taylor's Crossing, was that the place with that really neat uh, early like cast iron riveted bridge? Is that, or is that, where, what was that called? Brunton? Brunton's oh, Brunton Bridge. bridge. Yeah, oh, Brunton Bridge. That, yeah, was the, yeah. that was our first big water crossing. This is an amazing bridge. It's I think that's the name of it. It's, so there was a bridge there, but you just drove across the river. It's not instead. in use anymore. Oh, I think I it's an old train bridge, but it's it's really. I think it's like Victorian era Ooh, riveted cool. construction mm -hmm. bridge. It's concrete uh, uh, pillars, and then mm -hmm. uh, you know twenty feet tall concrete or something of that sort, and then these huge, you know, Victorian looking columns all riveted together and or cast iron or something of that sort. Really, really a neat bridge, and you can walk across it. And that's that's the night that 
Nate Dimbleby and the Ives and Mike Bishop went missing, isn't it? That's true. They did go they, missing. They, they, we were supposed to meet at this one location, right? Brenton's and Green. they were way ahead right. of us. Right. And they, they stopped and were like, this is good enough. And then we just uh, went to the place we were supposed to be. And we were waiting, waiting, and waiting. And they had no, all dead. of the Ives camping equipment. Oh. <laughs> and the Ives were, you know, twiddling their thumbs going, where are those guys? Where are those? Yes. Anyway, so the Ives ended up leaving. And fortunately, they found them. But they decided not to come to us. And we decided not to go to them. So right. we stayed at the pre-planned pre location while they elected to stay at allegedly a better, a better location. Spot. We drove Dorian's cars through the water many times, took many photographs, and did mm -hmm. some droning, I think, there. Mm -hmm. So, the, you know, this this was uh, uh, all a prelude to reaching the Wanagata Valley. And so we, yeah. we went there, and uh, that place is like uh, Button Man Central. Uh, you know, he's been sighted there, uh -huh. and uh, several disappearances have happened there. And mm -hmm. a murder because of uh, him, I imagine. Yeah, there was a murder mystery like back uh -huh. in the early part of the 1900s. Sure, and then there was another one that was recent, like last year, or the year before. Uh, two people were murdered there, and they disappeared. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they, I think they found their corpses or something. It's like also that. just like a very sad valley for other well, reasons too. You know, yeah. there's like a homestead there and a cemetery, mm -hmm. and the okay. cemetery has the histories of the people there and. This family was there and the lady died in childbirth and this man lost, like she, she gave birth to the baby or two babies, mm -hmm. but she died. And then the two babies died the next week. And this guy lived out there all by himself with, with his family and they all died and he had to bury them. And it's just all this tragedy and this, each, the story of each person in the cemetery is just Oh, so naturally, gosh. that's why you guys wanted to wanted to yeah, go there. We wanted to. That, and it's it's also beautiful. It's also a it's beautiful very place to re place, yeah. to replace a gas tank that's and where we were yeah, to repair a radiator. Right. So yes. right. Uh, we repaired um, Alex's radiator in his 1950 80 inch. It had sprung a leak uh, mm -hmm. towards the top, mm -hmm. and the tank, so we, the tank mm -hmm. was cracked. So we patched that up, and then um, Michael Bishop had found along the way. And when I say found, he like went to one of his like depots of Land Rover storage right. yard yes. areas. Cash. Yes. Yes. His, his cash. Cash. He's yeah. like a, yeah. he's like a squirrel. He's got nuts hidden all over oh, yeah. Australia. And uh, so we, he found a gas tank that uh, yeah, of course he did. we didn't know if it held water. Mm. So it was empty. And uh, what we did was we uh, filled it up with water from the river Mm -hmm. and let it sit overnight to see if the water level diminished and if mm -hmm. it was leaking. And mm -hmm. so then the next morning, we found that it, it hadn't, and uh, we replaced it there in the Wanagata nice. Valley. Nice. Did you siphon from one tank to the other, or what was the, how did you preserve the gas that you had? We in the just first drained tank? it, and we yeah. drained yeah. it into a container, into the, and the, then we poured the, it into the, the tank, new tank. The tank in the car would only hold, you know, the bottom quarter Third. fuel oh yeah. i see okay. so so we didn't keep it, it was very big full. right yeah. okay yeah 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 so yeah we did that and uh we worked on Alex there are some radiator. great pictures of uh of uh jenna making lunch while you guys are swapping a gas breakfast that was breakfast. or breakfast i'm sorry yeah. yeah 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 the bacon was better this year or this this time Mm. Australia has improved their bacon game. I will yeah. admit in the past five years. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Was that a note you gave them on the way out of the country I, last time? I think it. I think it is direct result of our last visit. I see. 
Yeah, we we complained at several butcher shops, and they don't uh, quite have uh, manhole cover size pancakes yet. But uh, maybe next, maybe maybe for the eightieth, you know, they'll get there. Their, <laughs> their breakfast technology is increasing <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a terrifying rate. So breakfast soon technology. they will surpass the United States in their ability to make breakfast. It's I, only a matter of time. They have good. The food there is is like the obviously, I suppose the ingredients aren't very different, but yeah. you know, everything's just a little. More farm fresh, I want to say. Like yeah. the eggs are a little bit less store bought seeming. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. bread is more homemade seeming. The food's it's good. good. Yeah, it's, it's simple good. and it's mm. good. So what? What the next day is that the day that we had they to go can't, through all that? They can't agree on parmas. No. Uh, one region says that, uh, and this is chicken parmesan. Uh huh. And they well not necessarily. They prepare it a bunch of different ways, right? And. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a breaded chicken meal. Yeah. And uh, there's different toppings on it. Uh, but there's one region, and I don't remember which, that, that says it's a parma. And then there's another region which says it's a parma. And they oh, almost come yeah. to blows over well, which I think is Victoria correct. calls them parmas, which is where Jackson's from. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in uh, New South Victoria. Wales, where New we South were, West. right? Yeah. Uh, sure. They're parmies. So mm-hmm. he was angry all the time that he, he kept hearing parmi. Because where he's from, it's a parma. Oh, so right, yeah. That that was a fun uh, linguistic distinction. That, that was ridiculous. It's like, you know, a thousand miles from one place mm-hmm. to the other, and they mm-hmm. say words differently. <laughs> yeah, it's a big country. It's a big country. So, did you end up seeing the uh, this uh, Button Man serial? Uh, we brought him back with us. Fuel? Yeah, no, we brought oh, him yeah. back oh, with oh, us. Okay. Yeah, here he is. Yeah, let's. Uh... So yeah. we did. We did. Uh, we did have a button end up in a, We did end up in a mud like trail, you know, mess, ruts, yeah. heavily rutted and muddy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, most of the cars made it through. Uh, JDO, Jenna was driving JDO, mm-hmm. and uh, got a little. Uh, it got a down. little, like just barely stuck. Like it just mm-hmm. needed a, a little push to get going, and then uh, the Defender. Uh, Ives. Bob Ives managed to uh, beach the Defender, which is oh, a no. very heavy vehicle. It's a it's big very whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, it was wallowing vehicle. in the mud back there, and uh, it got it got stuck. And, and how did he get out? Jenna pulled him out with an 80-inch. So <laughs> uh, Mike Bishop's 80-inch, driven by Jenna, rescuing a Defender Trophy winner, Bob yeah. Ives. Can't which which weighs it's a probably about an eight to one weight ratio difference there i imagine it was it couldn't have been very stuck and uh we were we were putting some weight on the front of the car you know michael bishop and i and uh uh it started going and i went for a ride on the hood a little Mm -hmm. bit Mm -hmm. uh but Mm -hmm. uh, we we got it out traction was achieved it made it out um But uh, most of the cars were doing really well at this point but you know they, they we kept having to stop and one of the drive shafts fell off of Linus's car. Oh, yeah, no. right. I heard about that. I heard about the drive that, shaft right? fell off. Yeah, that was yeah. that was you know I just didn't get felt this sort of mechanics sort of humming, uh, a little bit of extra humming, uh-huh, and then uh-huh. like a slight vibration, uh-huh. and then just a bomb, uh, just an explosion <laughs> of metal pieces, and just the front drive shaft came off. It Ooh. just bashed around under there. And did it oh, shear bolts? Did it break the The U bolts joint? just fell out. Oh, they, they just... were not tight. Yeah, they just fell out. So, <laughs> nice. you know, so the mechanic U... had uh, just replaced them too. The, nice, the, of course, yeah. They, were, they didn't have washers or lock nuts or anything, you know, because the, the back of the front drive shaft is what came off. 
So it was still being driven by the front axle at yes, highway by the wheels, speed, yeah. Right. And it just was just back <laughs> all under there. Oh, no. And uh uh so I, I took it off, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the rear the rear U joints were all loose too. So I yeah. tightened up those and I think it's later probably that day, it's probably when the fire happened. Like he was putting I'm picturing him putting the drive shafts on. You know, and then like there's a dash fire oh, the, on the 107. He ran, yeah, he, like, he runs away. away. <laughs> yeah, just never got back to never got back. Shots. Never yeah. got back. Yeah, yeah, I think true. later that day I had to change the fuel pump on that car, oh, which okay. I had brought one of in my yeah. look. So, going through Australian customs, they must have no. They didn't uh, care. Wondered. They didn't. We care. just we just slowly rebuilt you know what, the Land Rovers of Australia with parts that we had brought you, in our luggage. You know what they took? Luggage. You know what the customs took? My roll of duct tape. Yeah, because yeah, I might capture the pilot. And yes. tape him up. It's true. Yeah. You might. Never if mind the fact. Never mind all the zip ties I had. They didn't care. <laughs> didn't These care. zip ties and knives are just fine, but no duct tape, yeah. sir. No duct that's, tape. That's a bridge too far. If you don't have duct tape, you can't use your knife to cut it. So you can keep the knife. <laughs> it's true. That's right. You're right. You're right. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, so yes, that uh, the drive shaft fell off, and yeah. uh, let's see, we did a we did a, a fuel pump. Oh, and my truck stopped charging. So oh, we were we were not charging mm. and um, generator the, or the belts of the generator. That or car had we tried. We did yeah. the voltage regulator. Yeah. And it, it has a homemade wiring harness. Oh, and it's always, just yeah. you ever layers like, uh, everywhere. You know, when red. you when you know, when you're cooking spaghetti and all of yeah. those spaghetti is yeah. like boiling inside yeah. the water. Yeah. Kind of looked like that. Yeah. A little bit. Just That's rough. a lot of yeah. little wires here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. But it ran, it ran good. That truck mm-hmm. ran really good. But the wiring harness is homemade, and so it, it needs a new harness. But right. so we didn't, right. we didn't end up fixing that. We no. just we didn't bring batteries. a harness, unfortunately. The yeah, wiring harness was not part of the kit. One hundred seven wiring harness wasn't part of the kit. Yeah. So uh, that day, after we extracted the cars, that's when we got to another really deep water crossing. I think mm-hmm. got to a pretty mm-hmm. deep one there. Yeah. We uh, some of the uh, some of the owners opted to have their vehicles towed through the water. Yeah. Um, in lieu of driving to to risk you know the water ingress right, into yeah. the engine, but Dorian. Yeah. He drove, yeah. <laughs> but Dorian drove his 80-inch, which is a very early car, yes. through every water crossing, regardless of how deep yeah. it was. I took the fan belt off of the pickup, mm-hmm. but because it's tall. It has maybe yeah, some yeah. new leaf springs or something on it. It's mm-hmm. tall. So mm-hmm. it went through with no problem. But the 80 inches being as low as they are, I understand, you know, right. if you if you get those things too close to the water, you don't want to. The fan kicks up the water. Yeah. yeah. Throws just, it onto the ignition. But what yeah, turned out to be more of a problem is the fact that there's no dipstick tube on those early cars. Right. Right. The dipstick yeah. goes right into the engine block. That's right. And then at, at a very low point. Yeah. So they just guzzle in water into the crankcase through there. And uh, we learned that on both uh, JDO and uh, Dorian's 48. That thing had about 10 gallons of water <laughs> Mostly water, a little bit of oil, a little bit of oil. Yeah. All the while, Nick is taking really excellent photos and uh, Dan is just quietly helping everyone fix their cars. You know, that's <laughs> the, thing. the Ives pretty much are like the roadies that go through after the show and pick yeah. up all the cables and like yeah. push the trash with brooms <laughs> and take all of the trash and put it in the dumpster. And yeah. they like take all the bicycles people left behind and all the <laughs> shoes that are and hats and glasses, and they put them all where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Those guys, I mean, I love them. They really are the best. I they love really those are guys. the best of they people. They are the best. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I, I, if, if I could have 
had anybody else and I wouldn't have picked anybody else to come. Those guys are just the best. And I hope we get to do another trip with them sometime. And, yeah, you know, maybe we can have them be the hosts so we can try to clean up after them so they don't have to do anything. I think a similar <laughs> off-road trip from uh, the Bob Ives uh, farm up to Scotland or something will, uh, yeah. it could be fun, could be fun on the home front there. So, so. what happened the next day? Is that the day we went up? Village. Well, we Is went to we went to Drago. Oh yeah, Dargo. 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 Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, Dargo. That little town. We stayed in a. They have like an old auto court, sort of, mm. and uh, it has just a little row of these individual log cabins with a sort of very very primitive kitchen space with maybe a microwave and some on a tea making thing, and uh, then ours had uh, two two bedroom one two bed and they yes. have bunk beds. So mm. they'll they'll sleep a lot of people, Fun. and so we we stayed in those in Dargo. Mm -hmm. Who was top bunk in that situation? Uh, Button Man. Oh, of so, course. So <laughs> this is this you would is, just look uh, over the edge and stare at you while you sleep. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. So one thing that that you have to know is that uh, Dorian is a very gracious host, and mm -hmm. uh, he wants to make sure that you're having a good time. Mm -hmm. And so because he wants to make sure you're having a good time. Mm -hmm. He likes to buy a lot of drinks for everyone, oh, which right, is very yeah. nice of him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, it's it's excessive. It's a lot of drinking <laughs> that happens. Yeah. So and we went to the little restaurant at the, that they had there, and uh, Dorian decided that it was a great time to start buying drinks. Which right. he's he's right. It was. Yeah. It it's never a was. bad time, really. And I so think, we yeah. had we had so much alcohol. <laughs> he bought and shots for everyone that was Everybody present. that was at the... Yeah. At, not even, not even like, just people in the restaurant were, were drinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Servers, the guys it outside. Was it was <laughs> wonderful. We had a great time. Man. Yeah. Was there. Button Man had several drinks and uh, we had some great chicken parmy. I hope Jackson's listening. Yeah. Uh, and they had some butter chicken, I think, that oh, they yeah. made. Nice. There. Delicious. And, uh, yeah. Really great food at that at that little spot. Outside of that bar, we saw perhaps the most Australian oh, yes. decal that we saw <laughs> on the entire trip. So there was a uh, there was a Toyota Land Cruiser yes. uh, seventy series parked yes. outside, and uh, it was done up in in a style in Australian style. It had several decals and and various uh, paintings on the side, rue bars and, so and rue headache racks and, and all kinds mm -hmm. of accessories, lights and, and stripes and. And it had an Australian healer dog sitting oh, inside yeah. of it. And, oh. and it had a decal that said uh, Canning Stock Root Survivor or some such. Yeah. Uh, but on the hood, in like four inch tall letters, it said uh, uh, a ute without a gila is like a root without a sheila. Holy, <laughs> that is super Australian. <laughs> yeah. A ute yeah. without a gila is like <laughs> a root without a sheila. Yeah. So uh, that may be the most Australian thing that we saw. You know, the, what I regret is we, we didn't see the owner of that car, did we? Right. No. And it was, was also regret. like very new looking and almost purple. Interesting. Yeah. It was a very... It was the love color. child of Steve Irwin and Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. So that was a great spot. And we had a sort of a breakfast the next morning at the gas station. Then the next day, what did we do? We just drove. That's the next day we went over uh, the Alpine Pass, didn't we? Yeah. So that's the that's the that's the snowy hydro uh, scheme uh, area. Mm -hmm. Is that mm -hmm. is that right? We started to get into that area, and yeah. uh, at at some point roundabout in here, uh, Nick and Michael decide that uh, they have to 
go on ahead to the show because oh, they in have, order to get ready for all of their speaking mm-hmm. engagements and photo they opportunities have and such. Yeah, they do, to yeah. uh, to be there, they're they're featured guests, and they have they talks, sure and they have to shake people's hands and, and kiss you know, babies all and all that yeah, sort of things. Yeah. Well, that that I think that happened the next day because they were there when we when the water incidents occurred and the oh, water pump the water pump incident occurred. They were ahead of us. But when they were happened. there, they were there for the uh, button man occurrence. Oh, mm-hmm. they, they were okay. The, so so they, I'm they getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, getting so ahead. I of think ourself. that night, that night we stayed. Uh, uh, we had did another water crossing to, to get to yeah. camp naturally, and uh, this is when Dorian's car started to be really smoky. It started I burning see. oil mm-hmm. that day, and then uh, his water pump had started leaking. You know, uh, basically does, at the yeah. beginning of the trip, it was it was wet, but it wasn't dripping. By this time, it was just pouring out water. And so we had come up to this uh, place where uh, the road was closed because they mm-hmm. were replacing a culvert. And mm-hmm. Nick and uh, Bishop, who were ahead, had gotten through, but we got stuck here. Ah, and so okay. they had just started digging delay. the hole to lay the culvert. And the road was shut. So we decided to do the water pump. And we did the water pump right there on the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that took us an hour and a half or something. Yeah. And uh, we had most of the pieces, but I don't know if the fan was a different fan or the water pump was a different water pump, but there was a this spacer. Car, yeah, this car had a, a governor on it. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, the original water pump was um, a little bit different than the, the replacement water pump. Mm-hmm. And so there was a, a spacer in there to space out the pulley for the governor. And so there was some wringing of hands because the uh, fan boss, you know, that it, that mm-hmm. the fan attaches to was slightly different shape and, and, uh, the, the spacer wouldn't fit and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we figured yeah, yeah. it out. We made a gasket out of a, uh, Perrier you know, like water Perrier, box. Or, yeah. 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 And, uh, it all, it all held together. So, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. we got it replaced and, uh, that's an, that's an early motor and it, you know, has an aluminum water nice. pump. And, mm-hmm. yeah. it, they're frequently stuck. Those, all those bolts and they're, they're Whitworth. It came right off. Course right. Red. Oh, nice. We're very lucky that, uh, yeah. it, it all so came apart. They, they had together. wanted to change the water pump be- that like the minute before we were going to leave. <laughs> and we said, you know, if a bolt breaks, this car is not going. Right. right? So right. we decided not to do it. But, Unfortunately, it got so bad that yeah. we had to try had to, to do it, you know? Right, right. Anyway, right. I think that night we, we did that. We camped on the opposite side of a river. And mm-hmm. uh, that river, we, it was deep. That was a deep one. And yeah, uh, I was. think we all were making it through. And then JDO didn't make it through. Oh. I was driving JDO and uh, some water got on the ignition. And uh, I was stopped <laughs> in the middle of the river. And uh uh, everyone else was uh, was at camp uh, at that point. I was the last yes. one because I was operating the drone, droning everyone go through. Naturally, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. so some some water got onto the electrical system, and the car stalled in the middle of the river. And uh, uh, I, as it stalled, the the river, the noise of the river was drowned by the laughter of all you idiots <laughs> pointing at me and laughing at me because I got stuck in the river. Yeah, uh-huh. and, but he, yeah, and so Dorian had made it through before you yes uh, but he decided to start again driving circles around you while you were stuck in the water no he decided to go back and uh <laughs> as soon as he started back it uh it stalled but uh he got stuck in the water too so every two cars were stuck in the water mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's when most of the water got in his crankcase so oh, right. the, the, the next morning uh, i'm getting ahead of our story here but the next morning when he started that car 
you couldn't see it. It was so, so cloudy there was and just so, so much smoke coming out like of it. It was like an underground rave in an abandoned warehouse. So just full that of, night, uh, uh, we were very we were parked very close to a hut, and so we went down to that hut that night. Mm-hmm. A hut is a hut like, is like a shack, basically a shack. Yeah, and so we went down and looked Cabin at it. Shack, and right, we okay. right. we res- and the the button man attacked that oh. night. Oh my god. So we so, started we started driving along this track and we got yeah. to the hut and it's kind of a yeah. historic hut. There's like some uh carvings in the hut and there's an old wood stove and there's a like a very old like 1930s refrigerator that people have stored goods in to keep mm-hmm. the animals out and mm-hmm. you know uh it's sort of like a alpine hut like they have in yeah. Canada, sure. you know, travelers stay there yep. or whatever, shelter from yep. the elements sort of thing. And so we had gone uh, to do this in Alex's 50 model. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's pretty late at night. It's probably like 10 o'clock at night, 11 yeah. o'clock at night. There was and, one uh, specific piece was, of graffiti. Meanwhile, though, you got these cars out of the river, I assume. You winched yes. them out or something. They were out. We, they were we out. got them out of the river. Actually, you know, we got JDO out of the river. I, I actually had it started kind of, but then... You know, uh, they had set up the Defender to tow it, so we towed it out. Tow it out yeah. And then right as we towed it out, Dorian goes right back in and and gets stuck in the river. And they, they just left him there for like 20 minutes. He was just right. like yeah. sitting on his own little island out in the you middle of like- the river. He was king of the hill there. That was yeah. great. Yeah. That was we really got some fun. great pictures at that time and and it was super fun. And so uh back to the back to mm-hmm. the cabin. Mm-hmm. We get to yep. the cabin, we yep. get to the hut. And, yep. and inscribed on the cabin, carved into it a long time ago, Button Man. Oh, it says Jesus. Button Man and, on the and cabin. And a, a count. Like, a, like, you know how you go uh, one, 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 and then a cross yes. for five? Yeah, absolutely. There was seven. one of those for a total of seven. seven. So he, there's seven victims uh, oh, at that hut. Button Man. Button so, Man. so we get there, we see all that stuff, and uh, we're on our way back. And uh, everyone's back at camp, and we think that they're <laughs> mostly <laughs> asleep at this point. Yeah. And uh, we're driving back, and we get to this, this, this log across the road, and and there we were like, that wasn't there when we came through, you know, and like, did it? Fall? Oh Jesus! You oh know, no! Like, what happened? And so we're like, oh man! So it's just like it's like one single log. So we pull it off of the road. Uh, we get back oh, in the car and we start driving, and there's another log, and this time it's like like there's sort of an A-frame assembled and a log mm. and we're like ah you know, somebody put that there it didn't fall there you know and there was there was a succession of these and and the tension started yeah. building in the car and everyone the last one was a like on a, edge. a whole spider web of sticks all interlaced and covering the road that and somebody the button man obviously put quite a lot of time into constructing <laughs> oh this and so we start us. we start disassembling that and uh and uh who but the button man, also Dorian, ah, yeah. <laughs> he jumps out of the woods and uh, scares everybody in the car. And uh, it was great. It was great. Super fun. Also, Rob helped construct all that stuff. I oh, think that's when yeah. that's when Mike Bishop grabbed your arm and squealed, right? I think that's when. <laughs> that's, that's Dorian's version of events, yes. I love it. I love it. Man, that is the long con for that. Uh, holy moly. Really built that up over several days. Of, he did. Uh, they did yeah, a great really job. Did. They yeah, did. He, he was planning job. it the entire time. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he per- purchased that hut and uh, put it out there. And uh, yeah, he would do years that. in the making. He would years do that. that when, the, when Dorian is committed to a practical joke, <laughs> no, there's no, there's no wow. bar too high. Wow. That is pretty amazing. 
So then from there, you were off into the 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 snowy mountain scheme. Uh, yes, if you, that's, if you will, that's very... where we went. And we went to, to the town of Threadbow on the way back down. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, we rode the Alpine sled. We rode the Alpine sled. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was that's really right. fun. And, and the uh, snowy, the snowy hydro project, that's like a very famous Land Rover in Australia. Thousands sort of, of thing, Land Rovers. Yeah? Thousands yeah. of Land Biggest Rovers. Biggest yeah. non-military customer of Land Rovers for Series 1 cars, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's, a, it's an incredible area and lots and lots of cars were used there. And there's lots of really great historic photos of them using it in all conditions, mud and snow up, you know, four foot of snow and, you know, four foot of mud and. You mm-hmm. know, uh, caterpillars mm-hmm. and traction engines and earth movers and mm-hmm. equipment and cranes and Land Rovers and so many Land Rovers. It's a really neat area. That's so, amazing. so then uh, round about this time, is this when um, Michael and Nick start to head yeah, away? That, that next day, well, yeah. before we got, yeah, that next day. Yeah. And then the rest of the group decide to go uh, to Mount Pinabar, which was on our, mm-hmm. which was on our itinerary. We went yeah. to Mount Pinabar last time. Yeah. It's an elevated uh, area, pretty high up in the uh, Victorian high country and mm-hmm. uh, very great views, uh, grasslands, trees. You come up out of the tree line and you go on these big grassy hills. It's very We picturesque. had a tough climb. We went up some tough roads that day. We went up some tough roads. We we did some very tough climbs. The, the station wagon uh, had a little bit of initial difficulty and mm-hmm. we aired down the tire. Um mm-hmm. And it's it really started going, but uh, it was very very steep roads uh, up to the plateau on which Mount Pinabar sits. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll be happy to know, Bob Ives planted the flag on top of Mount Pinabar. There is a underpowered hour decal on top of the pinnacle on top of Mount Pinabar. I so saw that like a metal, a picture, a metal yeah. structure up there. We'll uh, we'll post that picture. Yeah, that is a pretty that's pretty fantastic. Uh, you know uh, that. Uh, you put uh, a camel trophy legend, national treasure, uh, at risk by you could have put that. I didn't, the... I didn't make him do it. He felt obliged. You could have uh, put that part on the OnlyFans part of the Underpowered Hour, but unfortunately, yeah. he does have his pants. He does have it <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that it can't. Yeah, it can't go. No. <laughs> and so go. we went to uh, we went to what is the the, the Murray River? We, we descended we, uh... into the Murray River Valley, and right, then yeah. we crossed it, and we did a swim there. Of course, like the, uh, like the like uh, the Leyland brothers uh, crossing the Murray River is a is a popular uh, uh, topic in their films. They're always for some reason crossing the Murray River. It's a, it's it was the, not yeah. it's the dividing line yeah. between those two yeah. states. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of a big deal, and uh, it's yeah, there's it's it's a big deal in four wheel drive culture and just their yeah. their. Uh, it was not the deepest crossing that we did or the mm-hmm. most challenging no. but it was no very, one got stuck uh, in the middle of that uh, river it was a a, a major Sprass marker last. so yeah we, we crossed the murray After we rolled we into kuma murray, that was the end but yeah. you roll into kuma and mm-hmm. there's land rovers everywhere like every car is a land rover there's a defender there's a range rover there's a series one they're going around the roundabouts they're going mm-hmm. up and down they're parked on the streets in front of shops like it's incredible it's there really was a easy. six-wheel drive uh, discover Ooh, towing cool. another Land Rover. <laughs> oh my god! How yeah, many uh, freelanders? How many freelanders did you see? Zero. Zero. Zero Not a single one. Well, that's Zero. a single one. I feel like and the that, that six-wheel drive a... discovery may have been the only discovery as well. I didn't see oh, really? very many wow. of those. You know, oh. you'll never see a, a, a freelander anywhere because they're always 
you know, they're much too busy to collect an award. They're <laughs> always far too busy doing something <laughs> important right. somewhere right. for somebody. That's, right. that's exactly right. They're 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 a pretty legendary car. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, that's uh, you know utterly classless. Yeah. They're, they're just they can't they can't be bothered. They can't be bothered. There's better things to do. The photos that you guys posted from Kuma really is. It's insane. It's a sea of vintage Land Rovers, like as you know, far uh, as the eye can see. It's crazy. After we got back, I was uh, made aware of some event that happened in the UK that was similar, where there was a lot of Land Rovers together. And I was very happy because there were less of them there. Than there oh, were. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it you must had a bunch been, of the important people there with you. Yeah. It yeah, must you, have been the biggest gathering. I mean, I don't know how big the event in New York is going to be, but... How many cars were there? The so far, I think the I think the plan is for Anarch to be about six hundred cars, but that will be uh, or or maybe not cars, but certainly people. But that would be four hundred, four hundred fifty yeah, cars, anyways. But Land wow, Rovers yeah, at, I don't think Kuma, I don't I think Greek think. people will pass that number of cars. Maybe must there will be the more biggest. people, probably, but there's no way they're going to have that many cars, and certainly not as many series cars, right? I don't think there maybe are that many running series cars on the East Coast. Of the states right now you know i don't if, I don't if know there are possible. dixon has them all dixon has them all yeah 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 i was gonna say yeah between dixon and uh, bill and everybody else but the engines are out of them all so it doesn't mm. uh, you know they're, they're not going anywhere um but uh but yeah it's uh it's true it's uh it's pretty uh pretty incredible i'm uh you know i'm uh i'm blown away i have major uh major miss out uh you know uh, misfortune uh, for having uh you have to come uh, with us on our next desert trip that's just yeah, the for only sure. answer. Well, I, I've been saying I've celebrated this year, the 75th anniversary, the same way Land Rover has by uh, just staying home and not doing anything, just looking yeah, at changing your name. Yeah, changing, changing my name. name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm now going to be known as SMB from now on. Uh, I'm just dropping the individual name, just going to be known by my initials. And uh, yeah, I think people are just going to have to Not too many to people it. know this, but the M is for Marion. That's true. That's exactly right. Yeah. Mulrooney after the uh, <laughs> prime minister of Canada. Yeah, my favorite one. My favorite one. Yeah. No, it's uh, well, it, it looked like and as it has turned out to be uh, a pretty fantastic uh, way to uh, get to Kuma. Now, you weren't the uh, only folks doing an overland trip to no. Kuma. Uh, there were ours was seemed, just the best. You're yeah. the best. Yeah, ours was the um, best. You you spend less time broken down at like a truck stop, uh, which is which is nice. But uh, the, of course, the seriously serious folks uh, did a yes. big uh, overland to get there. Uh, good friend Jack Dobbin, uh, Dobbins. Uh, Dobbin he had down a, under. He, he had a there. hard go of it. He said he, he spent ninety percent of the time working on a Holden at. Uh, yes. yes. He swapped David his Darcy's whole engine place. just to get there. I think. Yeah. Didn't he? He yeah. did. Yeah. 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 He, we had he, some other more failures on the way back, but. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in the next episode. The, the next, next episode. exciting chapter of uh, Ike and Linus and the gang go to Kuma. So um, we get to Kuma yeah. and all kinds of crazy stuff happens. And then we have to do it again because we got to yeah. go back to Melbourne to drop off these cars. Now, did you go on the Overland route back or did you, did you do more highways? Th this is for oh, the I guess next we'll have to tune in and find out. You have to tune in. In this yeah, seven-part uh, series on uh, getting back and forth to Kuma, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be the next yeah. exploding. I was gonna say, what's to... your what's your favorite malfunction of the you know of the trip? If you had to pick just one crazy thing that went uh, bad on you, what was uh, what was your favorite one? Well, I mean, I've never had a drive shaft come off before. That was. <laughs> That's it was pretty, just that's like, pretty intense. It was intense. And it didn't just fall off and roll away. It was right. just like, 
banging around under there like a <laughs> bomb going off. It was just, oh my gosh, I thought it was going to come through the floor and rip my leg off. There was a failure. There was a yeah. failure at Kuma mm. that required uh, an airbed pump to remedy that we'll, <laughs> we'll have to talk about. We'll have to talk about episode. next, That's true. The next That's episode. True. Yeah. yeah. What about your favorite place on the trip? What was the favorite? Uh, what was your favorite spot that you guys hit along the way? I mean, the, the, the bird house was unique because mm-hmm. of the parrots. That yeah. was really neat. Yeah. But the I Wanagata like the Valley Wanagata was Valley. Probably, yeah. probably the most Wanagata beautiful Valley. place. You know, Very that old homestead and the cemetery. And it's just a, like a, these rolling green sort mm-hmm. of little hills and mm-hmm. uh, right Lots next to the river. Lots of winding Yeah, it's really cool. And a lot of mud and fun crossings and just uh, good tracks and uh, great sounds. And it was, it was open in certain areas so mm-hmm. you felt this nice expanse of nice beautiful land and space and then it was in the forest and other parts and it was winding and narrow and more shaded and just a great spot a great spot to go if you ever get the chance well that's fantastic several people that we met it was on their bucket list to go to the Wanagata Valley so we felt fortunate that we were able to go and uh, some people who've lived in Australia their whole lives have never been so that never was been. Nice. yeah wow Fantastic. Well, we will uh, we'll catch up on what actually happened at the event, and then uh, and then ultimately getting back uh, here uh, to uh, the United States by way of long off road tracks and old Land Rovers uh, on an upcoming episode of uh, the Underpowered Hour. So uh, stay uh, tuned uh, for that. We hope you will. Uh, there's also an exciting uh, show coming up about the uh, G4 Challenge uh, tribute run that Abigail and uh, Liza, as well as Steve Cooper and some of the gang did. They'll come on and talk about that. And then, of course, we are like, you know, weeks away, uh, you know, from only uh, only a handful of weeks away from the big uh, Anarch uh, celebration. If you, you would will. think after a hundred and however many episodes, you would run out of things Land Rover to talk about. But you would think all there is is yeah. more stuff to talk. It's about. It's just more it's, stupid. It's things. So much yeah. Great. Yeah, so much more. Right. We're always up to some dumb thing that, uh, you know, again, uh, working on uh, a couple of, uh, of exciting projects uh, for Anarch. Uh, working on uh, some exciting stuff for later this year. And, uh, you know, and as we said before, uh, you know, Linus is uh, working on a, uh, you know, a line of uh, custom uh, bibbed jeans uh, that uh, hopefully we'll have up on the uh, store. Pre-greased. Yeah, I pre-greased, roll yeah. in, re- yeah. roll in 90 weight in each pair. Yeah, They're absolutely. all different. Yeah. That's not true. That grease is your grease. <laughs> yeah. Linus now sweats a, a type of 90 weight. So, yeah. You are what you you're eat. Both, you're both right. You're both right. Yeah. It's more well, like a 300 weight, if you know what I mean. Well, it has, uh, on that note, it's been a slice. Uh, pleasure as always, uh, Linus. And uh, we will uh, talk to you guys next week. All right. Okay. Looking forward to it. The Underpowered Hour is produced by Liza Barris, Ike Goss, and me, Steve Barris. Pavel Svartov composed and performed our theme music. Consider supporting the show on Patreon, and if you already do, thank you. Your support makes the show possible. For even more, check out our Instagram or Facebook.